0: This is my podcast. I am very appreciative of you coming by and giving it a listen, whether you are running or you're taking a crap or you're out in the world doing things that allow you to listen to a podcast while you're doing them. I, it doesn't really matter to me. You're here. I'm happy about that, so thank you for that. Uh, if you have a moment, please go ahead and hit the follow button while you're here. Go ahead and share the podcast with your friends, family, or coworkers, or people in the street, I, again, I don't care how the word gets out, if you're talking about it, that means something about the content, in this is, is working for you, so that's, that's all that really matters, so end the plug, that's it. Um, how is everybody doing out there? It's been a minute since I have posted an episode, I gotta admit it's been about two weeks, and, uh, coincidentally... Uh, Bruce is back, so he, he must have enjoyed talking about the Batman before, because he's back. We're going to talk about some sandworms, uh, specifically graboids, from the movie Tremors. Uh, but Bruce, welcome back.
1: Hey, thank you for having me again.
0: Yes, yeah, sir. Cheers. Cheers to that. This is not at all sponsored by Easy Eddie, but it is it is good. And free it, plugs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, free free pl- uh, plugs to Big Grove, I think, because they're the ones that manufacture that, right? Yep. I, where's Big Grub based out of
1: Iowa City baby is it really
0: yeah I know they because they have the new one that's coming here in, in Cedar Rapids uh, sometime like next year or something like that they did a groundbreaking for it yeah, recently yeah there's another
1: one in Salon am I pronouncing that right mm. Uh, Solon. Solon. I'm not native salon. Iowan. Sorry. <laughs> not <okay>. native Iowan. <laughs> I haven't really call
0: it a, a Solon before. I'm, I'm thinking of like a hair salon. Yeah, or true. Something like that. But yeah. No, I, um, yeah, they have one there too. I've yeah, never yeah, been yeah. to that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I asked you to watch Tremors. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, honestly, it's just because the the news of Fred Ward passing, and I, I'm not sure if you were really familiar with him. And not I was. saying he's like a big star, but he's mm. somebody that I'm like, ah, shit, like you know, he died. I'm like, I like his movies. I'm like, what's he been in? Oh yeah, Tremors. I should watch that. It's been a it. minute, mm. and so it just seemed like a good reason to talk about it. But I guess what do you know about Fred Ward and and just Tremors and the whole the whole thing?
1: just a very workmanlike uh character actor honestly like uh, i've never been like overwhelmed by any of his performances but yeah n- also never been underwhelmed uh,
0: he he's done yeah character actors are good way to describe him because he's definitely someone who's more in the background of movies or he plays really good supporting roles and mm-hmm. he has a very like gruff demeanor about him. That's kinda of part of his
1: Typecasting. His typecasting. <laughs> yeah, yeah like yeah. It,
0: it works when you put him in the right role. I agreed. Um yeah. so I, I, I always enjoyed him and in particular I think Tremors was always a standout for him because frankly it was one of his more leading roles mm-hmm. in an ensemble, but still he had a lot of screen time. Oh yeah. Um and I just really like the sense of humor in the movies. I feel like he, he brought a lot of comedy to something that some people could have presumably played more straight. Um, mm-hmm. At least that was just my take on it. But I, I wanted to watch Tremors in honor of him. So I, it sucks that he's gone, but I mean, he was 79. I, I don't know if they actually released his cause of death or anything. Not to my knowledge, no. Did you actually, not, not to be on the subject of death, because it's a bummer, but it's life. Um, did you see Vangelis died? Mm-mm. Like the composer of Blade Runner and Chariots of Fire. No, I didn't. Yeah, they—they. Mm-hmm. They, I think he died like two days ago, but they only like publicly announced it today, and that—that that bummed me out because I Blade Runner is one of my favorite movies. So it's yeah. Just... yeah, yeah. Anyways, it's just the bummer, but so Tremors. I'm I'm assuming you've seen it before.
1: I have not actually. Wait what? Nope. Oh okay, today was okay. my first I'm actually kinda <laughs> glad I would never seen it before because I yeah, had you're no, gonna go into it with fresh eyes. Okay. Yeah. I had no nostalgia for it. Right. So I'm kinda seeing it from like I think anytime I've heard about the film, it's it's very beloved.
0: Yes. Like
1: as a B movie. Like a mm-hmm. monster B movie. Yep. Uh so it was nice to kinda go in and see it with fresh eyes, like what has it been? Thirty? Yeah, 1990s, so... 31? 32 years? Yeah. So, like, yeah, like, actually seeing it for what it is and not what people attach to it. Because most people that I've spoken to about it saw it as a teenager. Right. And those movies either hold up or they don't. Of course, what other options do you have? But, like, something like The Goonies, for me, doesn't necessarily hold up.
0: Yeah, I've never been a Big Goon- a big Goonies fan. Yeah. Not really.
1: And I saw that when I was a kid, but like looking at it now, I'm like, ah, there's a lot of problems with this. Yeah. But uh, Tremors was, it's a solid B movie.
0: It's, I mean, I think what separates it is, again, I'm going to kind of go with that comedy side to it, because it has a you know, like a Jaws-like wannabe presence, you know, where you have a monster that's terrorizing the community and people are trying to figure out what to do about it. But I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like the way that the the cast reacts to things is a little bit more down-to-earth than some monster movies uh, typically are. And, and, and there is, like, some, you know, there, there's some actual, like, genuine... Smart ideas in the movie for, like, yeah. oh, like, yeah, they're problem It's like very, like, it's, it's clever how they problem solve or, like, how they figure mm-hmm. out the different ways to, um, either avoid, you know, the tremors by, like, going on the rocks and, and things like that, the, the dynamite fishing for them and things. So they, they come up with a lot of really interesting ways for the creature to, you know, to actually have it be, like, a, a, a you know, a, what am I trying to say? A, a, well, a believable threat, I mm-hmm. guess, is what I'm trying to go for. Because, like, if I saw one of those, I'd I'd probably do a lot of the things that they did in the movie. They didn't do like follow a lot of the stupid, you know, horror movies. No,
1: they were thoughtful throughout, and that held up from beginning to end. I would say.
0: Yep. Um, Now you know that there's a bunch of sequels, right?
1: I just found out today. (laughs) There's like like a a lot. I think I will never watch six or
0: seven. I, I I will say this so. The first one is the only one that has been released theatrically. You know, it's like the only one that made the theaters. So and made then,
1: for TV. The yes. rest got it.
0: Well, it's weird though because I I actually always liked Tremors too. Uh, Aftershocks was I, I watched that last night and <clears throat> I had no idea for years that that was a, a straight to video movie. Like I, I really mm. didn't because I, I watched it on video, but I I, th- I always assumed it came out in theaters. Is there
1: any like, reoccurring cast in that or is it just yeah?
0: So the so. Uh, blah blah blah. Fred Ward, he is the head of the second movie, but then after that he's gone. Uh, so the only recurring character is uh, Bert, the character yeah, of yeah, yeah, uh, Michael yeah. Gross. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the only one that's in every single one of them. Uh, but outside of that, no. They always wanted to get Kevin Bacon, I think, to come back because he had the most star power. But he just he never wanted to do it.
1: Michael Gross was like completely unrecognizable to me. Because, and we were just talking about this before we started recording, but he is the father of the protagonist of How I Met Your Mother. And is that, he? that's how I know him.
0: Oh, he's in that show? Yeah. Really?
1: He's not in a ton of episodes, but, but he's there. Yeah, he's there. And, like, oh, weird. I know him for having, like, gray hair and, like, very lanky and tall. And, like, yeah. and then I saw him in this, and I was like, I recognize this guy. Who is that? And then it, like, came to me eventually. He's a
0: very fun character. He's yeah. almost like a, a cartoon character version of, like, an NRA lover. Like, he's just obsessed with guns in the military and yeah. thinks the world's going to come to an end. So he's, like, a doomsday guy. But he, he, he he's very campy in the role, but it's fun.
1: I'm glad that for... I know for half of the movie, I was concerned that this was going to be a very pro-gun movie, but I do feel like they're the butt of the joke.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I, I think like they, he's purposely over the top with it, and like even like most of the town thinks that they're like you're ridiculous for all this. Yeah, and stuff.
1: the guns have limitations on how far they can solve the problem, which is yeah. good.
0: And I do like that even though he has all the guns and everything like that, it doesn't necessarily mean he's, like, the smartest person. Like, he still is just, like, you know, shoot the shit out of them, don't really think about it too much, yeah, no yeah, strategy yeah. going into it. Um, so they, they definitely, I think, poke fun at, at the whole, like, gun lover thing in it. Uh-huh. Um, but I guess, like, tell me tell me more about, like, what you thought just as a first-time person. I mean, like, you're watching it. Did you... You didn't know anything about the creatures or anything. No. So, like, were you... Well, I, I knew
1: vaguely, like, what it was about. Right. And I must have seen, like, a clip or two at some point, or a trailer. I'm, I don't know. But, uh... What I will... Okay. I don't love it, but I definitely don't hate it. Okay. Um, I think its strength is its screenplay. Yeah. I think it's very, like... Honestly... I would actually print the screenplay out and read it mm-hmm. as, like, a homework assignment to an extent. Because I think there was a point at minute 13 where I paused the movie and was like, okay, we have our inciting incident. And yeah. and screenplays, because uh, I'm a screenwriting major and I'm a film major, mm-hmm. double major. Like, the first thing they tell you is, like, you need your inciting incident to happen in the first 10 pages.
0: Now, why is that?
1: It's just... They want you to sort of paint by numbers at first before you get too creative. You need to learn like the basics of screenwriting. And it's just an industry standard that within the first 10 pages, the inciting incident needs to happen. Happen.
0: What a, now, I don't mean to get too like nitpicky into the details, but like when you say inciting incident, is that just something that this is the main thing that's going to drive the plot it, forward right now? Yeah. So you introduce
1: your characters in the first ten pages, and now you need to introduce a problem for them to solve. Sure. So that's the inciting incident. So things that are going to take the characters into a new direction. And then that happens literally because they're trying to fucking leave town and get out of Perfection Nevada. Yeah, the town of 14 people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that
0: what a population sign says? I think it says literally.
1: I need to go back and look at that. That's funny. I don't know if that's
0: even possible for a town to be that small. No. uh, It's funny.
1: Yeah, whatever. Uh, So they're trying to leave town, trying to leave town in the first 10 pages. And if you like. The industry standard is one page of a screenplay is one minute on screen mm-hmm. so i paused at the inciting incident and it was like sure enough it was at 13 minute mark exactly so and you gotta you know factor in the the, the establishing shots at first that don't really count on the screenplay so sure. like it it was like beat by beat like perfection of like mm-hmm. here's how you write a screenplay which was a little bit distracting, if you know that. Because it was like, oh, they're going to do this thing now. Oh, they're going to do yeah. this thing now. But yeah. most people are not going to track that. So, yeah. like As far as the screenplay was concerned, that's the strength. And like everything they introduce, they resolve by the end. Like, even the, the girl that's pogo-sticking around the town. Yeah.
0: Did you notice the girl from Jurassic Park? Yeah, I noticed yeah. her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She
1: looked very familiar. Yeah. Um, and this... Movie has shades of Jurassic Park, which Jurassic Park comes after. So I would give for sure. Yeah, but um, yeah, like beat by beat, like if you, it's like Chekhov's gun, right? Like if you introduce something, do you know what Chekhov's gun is? I do not. It's like a, it's a writer's thing, like where if, like if you're gonna introduce a gun into a screenplay or um, a, a play. Mm-hmm. You have to do something with the gun. You can't just introduce it. Because a gun is a big thing. Like, it's important. Right. So you can't just have a gun show up. So we call it Chekhov's gun. Like, that thing with the pogo stick, it comes into play at the end of the movie. Yeah. And everything that's introduced, even, like, certain lines of dialogue. And this is only my first time seeing it. So I'm sure if I see it again, I'll probably notice even more things. Mm -hmm. But, like... There's certain like lines of dialogue, like stampede story, Mm -hmm. that comes up again later. Yep. Yeah, which is like the the conclusion of the
0: movie. No, I don't know if this is the right term for this, but I've seen moments like that in other movies where something's referenced that. The audience may assume for a moment that that's just like a throwaway comment, mm-hmm. but then it does play a part. Do they call that foreshadowing or is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I, I'm not sure if it's Well, it's also called... like
1: a comedian's trick. It's called recall as well. Okay. They're... Like where you'll introduce Dave Chappelle's really fucking good at it. Yes, that. he is. <laughs> so he'll bring up something that seems like innocuous. Mm-hmm. And then like later he'll just throw a punchline and you'll be like, oh shit. Like, yeah, that th- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so like the pogo stick is the perfect example of that. Yeah. Like here. Where, like, that girl is a complete throwaway character, seemingly. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And, like, and then the pogo sticking is kind of weird. But, like, but there's a purpose. Like, they lined it up and they knocked them down.
0: I I think what I like, too, is, I mean, you're talking about the screenplay. I just think the movie makes really smart use of its surroundings. Because... Mm -hmm. There's not that many different locations in the movie per no. se. Um yeah, you know, it's yeah, a very yeah. isolated place which works for the budget, but mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. just again like I think it's very interesting how like they could be in just like one spot and even for like a portion of the movie they're just stuck on top of the roof, but there's still things happening, so you're never bored.
1: No. Yeah, I mean, no. Like and again, that's just to me the the strength of the screenplay here and not the strength of the direction per se. I I actually thought the direction kind of hurt the movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like and then I looked up about the director. Forgive me, I don't have his uh, name at the top Ron of my head. Ron I can double- yep, no, you're right. You're right. That's it. Uh so Ron Underwood, he's got like he's a workman director in TV. Okay. And he has been for years. So he kind of stopped making movies. <clears throat> this movie, and then the next year, he made City Slickers in '91. And oh, he made City Slickers. Too? Yeah, no, which is similar. Yeah, yeah uh, for sure. similar themes. Um, so, like, you know what I mean? Like, he didn't have a long film career. Everything mm-hmm. else is in TV, doing episodes of like different shows that you all we all know, like the Good Fight, the Good Wife, and sure, sure. Did
0: the I'm trying to think was the screenwriter? Was that like because? I guess, would you call this an original screenplay? Like, at the time?
1: It would have been. I don't think it's based off of... I don't think so. I think it is original. But I don't know that for a fact.
0: Yeah, no, I just, like... I I mean, I see that there's these two writers here. S.S. Wilson and Brent Maddock. I just wasn't sure if this was, like, their first, like, feature. Or if they had, you know, had experience with other things. And
1: honestly, if you go back and watch any movie from, like, the 80s... Especially the 80s. And 1990 is almost 80s. But, like especially when it would have been written right but like they figured out a formula in hollywood in the 80s that like is just tried and true like Mm -hmm. it's kind of boring now like because it's a formula right it's like a pop song like you know what to expect yeah so like three and a half minutes we're gonna have a chorus a verse a chorus a verse a chorus like It's that kind of thing in screenplays, too, where it's like... And this is a tight 90 minutes, as I recall.
0: Yeah, I think... I mean, the movie is like hour 34 or something like that. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, And if you cut establishing shots, it's an hour and a half. Like, tight. So on screen... On the page, it's probably 90 pages exactly. Which is like... That's a tight screenplay. Like, if you write 90 pages, that's... Boom. Job done. Inciting incident. Page 10. Like, act 2. Act 3. Like, you know those breaks. So...
0: What did you What did you think of the special effects?
1: So I actually looked it up. Apparently they use puppets.
0: Yeah, I mean, because some of it definitely seemed, I mean, a lot of it seemed practical.
1: No, I, I preferred that over, well. Yeah. I guess they didn't really have CGI at the time. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure if they remade this movie, it'd just be all CGI.
0: Well, I know I can only speak for the second one and bits of the third because I've seen those. And after that, I just think the movies are kind of, just a big waste of time. Garbage. I, I, well, <clears throat> it's like Sharknado. I, I mean, they obviously appeal <laughs> to an audience somewhere because otherwise they wouldn't keep getting made. But the the more sequels that came out, the worse they got. And the more oh, yeah. over the top and stupid and just, I, I don't know. I just, I can, I can only say, like, if I was going to watch a new Tremors movie, I would have to have, I don't know, I'd have to be, like, wasted or... It have to be like two in the morning after like a long, <laughs> long night. This is like, the kind I, of
1: thing that they could reboot and do well, like yeah, because yeah, the screenplay cool. again is perfect. It's just the direction for me was unimaginative. It was like very workmanlike, like okay.
0: What does that mean, like workmanlike, when you say that?
1: Like someone that went to film school and knew where to put the camera, technically speaking.
0: Sure. Like So they had like technical proficiency, yeah. but they didn't really have but, like, creativity. Yeah,
1: there's nothing like- you would take from this movie from a filmmaking perspective where you go, Oh, that I've never seen before. Sure. Like, sure. that's not in this film. Um, and I, I think because of the sort of distancing... It, it creates this distancing where I didn't really connect with the characters all that much mm-hmm. because we don't I can't think of too many shots where I don't know how to explain it man there was something about the way he just set up the camera it just felt very impersonal
0: makes sense. I mean I don't know I mean I can't really speak that language uh, to the extent that you can or other people in that in that world can but I I am sure there's, you know, there's, there's filmmakers, there's directors, there, there's all kinds of things that separate, you know, the degree of talent that a person has at that.
1: Um, <laughs> you could definitely see someone like okay. Ari, Ari Aster or somebody like making this movie, and it would look very different.
0: Now Ari Aster, that's the director of uh, uh, Mid, Midsummer, right? Yeah, Midsummer and, hered- and Hereditary. Um, Hereditary. Yeah, that's right. I've seen Hereditary. I've never seen the other one. That's good yeah i mean i have seen i've seen like memes and certain things for it online it's
1: terrifying
0: and it's a, it's kind of unique for a horror movie because it's well a lot of it's in the day right? it's sun
1: drenched right because which, is, which yeah. is backwards for most but that's why i'm movies. saying that's why i bring mm-hmm. up his name because like this movie is sun drenched it's True. a sun drenched horror film mm-hmm. well horror film in quotation marks yeah i was gonna say i was oh, yeah. film
0: because i like, i'm trying to think like if when i watch this i don't remember the first time i saw tremors but can i say i was scared no not really like i may have jumped like once or twice because they have a couple decent jump scare moments but i no, I'm, I'm not i'm not scared most of the time i'm just like how are they gonna kill these big worms <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah
1: it's more like a problem solving exercise for the the mm-hmm. characters more than it is like Oh, God. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not fearful at any point in this film.
0: Well, I'll tell you in the sequels, they eventually have, like, offshoots of the creatures, meaning that it evolves. Oh, And, like, right. it, it, it manifests into different things. So, like, in the... I'll, I don't expect you to suddenly watch five tracks So, <laughs> I, I, I hope you don't mind if I... No, like go ahead. ...a little bit. But, so, like, in the second one, the worms eventually start giving birth uh-huh. to, like, these, like, tiny like mini worms but like they're not worms like they they almost like look like a bigger version of like a turkey but like as a tremor think of like a turkey and a tremor and like it walks around and but it can see things with infrared so it's no longer by sound so mm-hmm. like they they try to like change like some of like the the rules based around the creature every movie but then eventually they just they get really ridiculously stupid <laughs> i think in like the fourth one uh they eventually start calling them ass blasters because they have these little other these like little turkey ones, but they start like flying up in the sky because they like shoot fire out their ass or something. Like it, I'm not <laughs> even kidding. It's it's so ridiculously stupid. But I, I mean, at that point, they're just. I think they kind of like found their niche and they're just like, what, yeah, what, yeah, what's yeah, gonna yeah. Roll with it. No, you
1: yeah, know? absolutely.
0: Um, do you watch a lot of monster movies? I mean, generally speaking
1: it's i'm not a huge fan i i guess the last one i saw that i liked that was a part of the universal monster universe was uh the invisible man with elizabeth Moss. i still haven't seen that and i remember it's you, really good i remember
0: you talking about that a while back um uh, but no i haven't seen it
1: it's good yeah
0: it's a it's now that's a remake Right. that is a remake because it's from an old universal movie mm-hmm. and I, I i know they actually they have that the hollow man with kevin bacon also. yeah they have <laughs> a, but that's not the invisible Man. they had a
1: rollout plan where they were going to reintroduce all yeah, the universal monsters. yeah muscle
0: crow and like they had a, i think javier bardem was attached on at one yeah point. but it just bombed it was, that was actually so strange to me from a pr standpoint that they because i remember they had like the Hollywood uh, the hollywood reporter like they get like this like professional photographer to get like these people and like they're like we got this big expansive universe and i'm like you haven't even released one movie (laughs) like isn't that a little preemptive but this is
1: all marvel's fault (laughs) yeah honestly probably it is because marvel
0: has like a big obviously successful track record with the expansive universe thing and Mm. i don't blame other movies uh movie studios for trying to cash in on that not yeah it's right, but, but like, if you're gonna I, I do it, the, I get the incentive
1: if you're gonna do it, you just need to make good movies. like Marvel just made good films first, and then I don't know if they ever had a plan from the beginning, or I don't
0: just feel like they did. I feel like when those movies like you know, like when Iron Man first come out, you know, you have Sam Jackson pop up at the yeah. end, but that's just kind of like a, a nugget, and even if it went nowhere. Fans would still be like, "Oh, that was cool." They yeah, 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 yeah. And that means like this could yeah, happen. Little oh, right. Easter nice, but it yeah. didn't have anything to do with the rest of the overall story. Yeah, that I know of. No, I actually. I'm trying to think. Did you watch that new Mummy movie The Tom mm, Cruise? No, I haven't seen that. I saw a really bad scene with Russell Crowe where he's like the Dr. Jekyll guy, and it's it's really it's not, it's not great. Um, but anyways, uh, so back to Tremors. So. <clears throat> Let me ask you, you're in this, you have served before, Mm -hmm. you could probably shoot one of these Mm -hmm. worms, what would be your approach in in, in killing one of these things? You know the rules, like assuming that you know, Mm -hmm. like you're not just like discovering them for the first time.
1: One thing I was surprised by is like no one, uh, maybe for good reason, no one like introduced chemical weapons into this situation.
0: Okay, can you elaborate on chemical weapons a little bit?
1: Uh, products you can find around the house that you can turn into.
0: Well, didn't well, Bert makes the bombs. He
1: does, but that was uh that was just dynamite, right?
0: I think so. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm I am no expert on this field. <laughs> I'm I'm fairly
1: know. certain it was just like standard, like you know, Bugs Bunny TNT, like. <laughs> That's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> yeah, 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 which did work a little bit. But I like the fact that the monsters, like, kind of figure out, like, they're yes. they're flexible. <clears throat> like, okay, you introduced this new thing to me. Now I'm going to introduce this new problem for you. And we just go back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But h- how would you do it? That's how you would? Chemicals?
1: Well, that's a slippery slope, right?
0: I, I would assume.
1: Because now you're uh, <laughs> <laughs> introducing chemical warfare <clears throat> into your tiny little 14 population town. Like, that's not going to end well.
0: No. Yeah, yeah, I actually I wasn't even thinking about the repercussions. Yeah, so I, 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 you're, just hand, you're just handling it right then there on the spot. I don't know what I would do. I I have shot a gun only a handful of times in my life. Yeah, uh, I've never really been very comfortable with guns myself. But, but clearly,
1: like here, the guns really weren't the solution.
0: No, no, they yeah. actually weren't. I mean, I thought the last one, they they get it just by playing to the to the surroundings and have it. Kill itself off of a cliff. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Where's a good message? Yeah, I don't know if that would like be a, like how you would do that for every single one. Like, no, I, guess, like, I don't think you could. The reason they were able <clears throat> to
1: solve the problem ultimately is because they knew there were only three.
0: That's true.
1: So like, according to the seismologist and her.
0: It is coincident that they have a seismologist. <laughs> like, because I'm trying to think like if they didn't have this person there, like, what would they? Do? I don't even know what they would do, because she was, like, the the science person that was able to, you know, expand on the science, but...
1: Yeah, because the knowledge that she gives, and again, this goes back to the strength of the screenplay, but the fact that she goes, there's three. Like, that helps you strategize, right? Like, okay, we we only have to kill three. Only. And, like, you know, like... They're able to problem solve knowing that, okay, the third one is the last one. It's like a video game where it's like we got to kill the big monster at the end. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah.
0: Um, <coughs> Did you realize that Reba McIntyre's in the movie?
1: Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen her act before outside of this. I know she has.
0: I think she has as well. I just She's in Hallmark
1: movies all saying. the time. Or she used to be.
0: I think so. She still I sings, I think.
1: I think there was a... Her sister just died, by the way, I think.
0: Really?
1: Or was that... uh?
0: No, I think uh, Ashley Judd's mom That's right. sorry. or sorry No, no, it's fine. I'm mixing like, I, country stars because I don't <laughs> listen to
1: country music. <laughs> uh, no. I, I just know of her as a country singer. And so when I saw no, her right. movie, I'm just like, oh, okay. I'm That's fairly certain she was in a bunch of like Hallmark rom-coms through the 90s or something. Yeah. No, I, but no, I thought her performance was very like subtle.
0: Yeah, it wasn't, and it wasn't bad. She didn't have any forced singing things. That'd be kind of funny. It's like she had to sing at some point. Uh, Though I think maybe a song of hers is a Yeah. Credits, so,
1: so the, I, uh, they, the they credits mean. are is a song of hers yeah. for sure.
0: Um, I'm just trying to think like like about monster movies myself. Because I'd say like you, I don't watch like a ton of them. Um, especially like B-1s and even B-movies for that matter. I try to think what even qualifies as like a, a true B-movie. I'll movie. say this.
1: I've seen... This movie, a better version of this movie, and it's called Starship Troopers.
0: Uh, I got a confession to make. I've never seen it.
1: You should watch it. It's fucking I know, funny. I
0: like Paul Verhoeven. <clears throat> I like Total Recall. I like Basic Instinct. Even Showgirls As for what that is, yeah. it's got some entertaining value to it, but I've never seen Starship Troopers.
1: Yeah, and as I was telling you before we started recording, mm-hmm. like, Neil Patrick Harris is the cell on How I Met Your Mother. Neil Patrick Harris is in Starship Troopers.
0: I, I do know that. And only he's... because of, of uh, Harold and Kumar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Because yeah. I've, I've seen those movies, and he yeah. makes mention of that, so that's, that's the only way I know that. But, so, Starship Troopers is worth it. Yes. Now, why is it but... better than, than, than Tremors? Like, what's it doing...
1: Okay, so this is something we should just watch and do a podcast on because I haven't seen it in like 15 years. Okay. So I this is one of those things where we started talking about this film at the beginning and I said for a lot of people this is nostalgia at work saying that Tremors is a great movie. I'm not saying it's bad. Right. It's not it's not bad. It's perfectly adequate. Mm-hmm. Like it's a decent movie. It's right. a decent B movie. I don't love it. I don't hate it. My life wasn't changed this week, but no. <laughs> but
0: I, I will tell you, man, <clears throat> I recommend the movie to you. And I think, hey, man, strap yourself in. Like, I'll, I'll try to build up an expectation if I think it's going to have that effect. I did yeah. not think Tremors was going to like, holy shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> so I'm going to build that expectation now for Starship Troopers, knowing All that right. I haven't seen it in a decade or more. And I don't even know if it holds up. And this is nostalgia possibly working on me. Because I saw it in high school when it was released. Okay. So I, maybe I just love it because of the time I saw it. And now that I know more about film and screenwriting, maybe now I would look at it with a different lens and be like, ugh. Like, well,
0: well, this is an interesting thing because you've talked about nostalgia a couple times. And, and I, I want to ask this question in that a movie like Tremors, and I'm not saying that Tremors falls into this because I think, as we mentioned earlier, there's some, not some, but a lot of practicality to it. And, and the effects, the puppets, the the stunt work, and everything else. But do you ever, like, watch a movie, like, even if you're nostalgic of it, but you're like, oh, man, the special effects are dog shit. So, like, it's taking me out of it. No. Because I'm, I'm just curious if that plays into your enjoyment of a movie nope. as much as just, like, ah, like, I just, it's just a good movie.
1: Honestly, no. Not at all. Yeah. Actually, I'm more bothered by CGI than, like, practical effects, even if they're bad. Yeah. Because CGI, like, there's no... The actor is talking to a fucking green screen. Did
0: they have like a tennis ball at home or tennis ball? Yeah, like a yeah. Screen, you know, and they're just like pretend that that's a dinosaur. Like,
1: but they're not interacting with anything physical. So like, there's this like, I don't know, man. Like, it just doesn't work for me. Like, yeah. the CGI is really amazing, like, it'll work, and then you'll go back and watch it ten years later and be like, ah, oh, that doesn't really look that good. It looks yeah. kind of rough. Um so, like I almost always prefer practical effects, even if they're bad like i I would rather have like muppets <laughs> like you know what I mean like at least the actor is talking to something that yeah. exists in the frame
0: and as crazy as good as the you know crazy good as the special effects can get, I mean, the human eye can't be fooled for certain things at least I mean, well, you know, should I say that and then like. For all I know, the new Avatar movie will come out, and I will just be like, "Holy shit! Like the blue people are real." And, you know. <laughs> um, but no, I, I I'm saying that I, I agree. Generally speaking, when it comes to practical over CGI, I think there's always a benefit to, especially from a performance standpoint. You know, you're the actor's able to get more in the headspace a lot easier than having to like, you know, really be you know, like all make believe up there. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. I don't know. In the case of Tremors, I'm glad they had the, the the you know the puppets and whatnot. I don't um. did they, did you, I guess like in your research and whatnot, did you see like if they had like, I don't know shit about operating puppets, but like, do they have like a bunch of people like in the background, like just like holding it up with wires or like what are, Oh, like... I'm not sure. Cause I'd just be curious. They're right? hand
1: you know, puppets though. Yeah.
0: I don't know.
1: So they're not puppets on the <clears throat> stick or anything like that. It's like literal hand puppets is so my so understanding.
0: Like, so maybe somebody was like in the suit, mm-hmm. like in like the mouth, like when it opened, I assume so. Like, yeah. <clears throat> That's funny. You know, how do you get that job <laughs>
1: it's a good yeah. how do you qualify for that
0: well i always i always think about that because uh, i, I, I did me. five
1: years on sesame street <laughs> sir five <laughs> years look at the resume
0: because no, i think it's a valid question because I, I always tell people a lot that one of the reasons i appreciate movies is because i know all the work that it gives people and that there's yeah. some, some movies potentially on the size, you know, you can employ thousands of people for like six months, a year, two years, uh-huh. depending on how big it is. And there's, there's jobs people wouldn't even think of that happen on a movie. Set. Oh
1: yeah, 100%.
0: So yeah, I am curious about what qualifications you have to have to be a, a puppet rig guy.
1: I don't know. I don't know how
0: you even get started in that. Like stage production? Like you're just, I don't know. Maybe something in middle school.
1: I wonder if they double up, like the people who designed it and built it, like also know how to use it and actually use it in the film. That would make more sense to me. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. Because they understand the mechanics, because they built the mechanics to it. So I, 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 don't know.
0: I'm amazed with what people can uh, build in films, like the engineers that have to work on a movie. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if there was a lot on the side of tremors and whatnot, but but that's aside the point. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to think what else, what else do I have to say about Tremors? I guess Kevin Bacon, you could talk about him.
1: I thought everyone was good in this film.
0: Except it, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I wasn't really bothered by him. Like, yeah. he's fine. I like, I've,
0: I've never been like a massive fan. Like I, I, I'm like, ah, Kevin Bacon. Okay.
1: He's fine. Yeah. Like he's not great. Uh, but he, it's that, uh, I swear to God, he just has a reputation because it's six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Like everyone's worked with this dude. Have you heard of this theory?
0: No, no. Tell me. I,
1: I probably have it wrong, but like, apparently you can't go, this probably isn't true anymore because now it's 2022, but like Mm -hmm. 20 years ago, you used to have this thing where like you could not go down a list of six actors before you reach someone that had worked with Kevin Bacon. Really? so it was called like six degrees of kevin bacon or something like this so like <laughs> okay. if you just took a laundry list of actors like this huge like compiled list yeah. of actors and actresses you couldn't go more than six actors in a row without someone having worked with kevin bacon hmm,
0: Shit. see I, when you say that i think of like actors that have work with actors that kind of thing i just think of samuel jackson that, I mean, that maybe that's
1: dead. the new one six degrees of samuel <laughs> i mean maybe
0: that guy's, that guy's been freaking everything
1: <laughs> but again this was like a term coined in like the early 90s so True. it probably doesn't even hold booming. up anymore yeah he was booming back then it probably doesn't hold up anymore no yeah no. that would mean like a bunch of 20 year olds would work with kevin bacon I, when's the last time kevin Bacon was in anything
0: mm, he transitioned to tv i know for a while uh, I feel like he's in like, like
1: blue bloods or something <laughs> probably <laughs> he's probably in one of those like chicago shows <laughs> what, what, why is there so many chicago shows chicago verse yeah like because
0: yeah. now that you say that there's like blue Bloods. i feel like there's like chicago like there's MD, so there's many like, I, I, like what the hell's going on with that i don't know maybe think... I just up a can of worms on that one yeah
1: I'm yeah, like, yeah
0: that, let's leave that alone <laughs> Is Tom Selleck in one of those Tom
1: Selleck. Like you pulled is. that <laughs> name out of my <laughs> head. I was literally about to say that. Yeah. But, like, Tom Selleck is, like, Chicago debonair. Like, he's been in, like, all those Chicago...
0: That's a guy that never really was able to quite break into movies. He always kind of feel like stayed in television. He I'm was just... going to be Indiana Jones. I, like, I know that at one point
1: it's really weird because i've always liked his performances even in I, I, friends i was
0: going to say like we we before we were hit record <laughs> we we briefly mentioned our thoughts on friends yeah um,
1: don't love it but don't hate it um it's fine
0: i have an old youtube video i made from like year or two ago if anybody wants to see my thoughts on friends it's out there you just search my name jordan anderson friends review it'll probably pop up uh it's about 20 minutes long i spend i don't know about eight nine minutes solely shitting on the character of ross because he's despisable despicable human being but here's what i'll (laughs)
1: say about that this is a such a fucking side tangent oh that's fine but now we have to naturally leads into talking (laughs) about
0: friends (laughs) yeah because the
1: 90s uh (laughs) no okay I just want to make it clear that yeah. I think David Schwimmer was excellent in that role. It's not him. Yes, he is an incredible like, uh, like the way he does pratfalls and stuff. He's really good at that, like yeah. physical acting. Yeah. So like, it's just his character is a fucking idiot. Yeah,
0: I, I, I feel <laughs> like if I hadn't made it clear in that old video, I'll make it clear now. I, I no, I agree a hundred percent because I've seen him. I've actually seen a couple of the movies he's directed he's done stuff behind the camera and i I've, I've enjoyed those and i do think that he has shown in other projects that he is a more than capable actor mm-hmm. he's just playing a whiny asshole no like and but he does it well
1: i'm a huge swimmer fan it's not him <laughs> it's just like again how i met your mother like the main character ted is another per- character i just
0: you said he was like a ross right yeah
1: he's similar to ross like same story like is he's just very annoying like and whiny so like you just they grate on your nerves but it's not their performers actually it's to the i guess it's you know like if that's how he's
0: written and they want to come across that way then it's he did his fucking
1: job like you know what i mean like it's not on him it's the way the character is written and any and even that's not necessarily like a condemnation on friends like yeah i think it's okay to have that ross character there as long as you have foils next to him which you do i just don't think it's that funny like the humor of friends doesn't hold oh. up to me and maybe it's because again like Trimmers, i didn't watch friends at the height of friends i watch friends yeah. years later i was
0: going to ask i mean because we're, we're talking <clears> about <throat> friends for a minute it's fine um <laughs> You watched it also like, yeah, after it's high, way after, after
1: literally. Like, dude, I, I, when the pandemic happened, I was (laughs) like, I'm so tired of these because I grew up with, uh, I shouldn't say I grew up. How I Met Your Mother came out in my formative years.
0: What are, what are formative years for Bruce? I mean, what is 15
1: to 25, like where you're trying to form like who you are, yeah, who you are as a person, yeah, like so, like that. (laughs) it hit me at the right time so maybe i'm blind to stuff in how i met your mother that yeah. other people would be like ah that's kind of dumb and i would be like oh all defensive and the stage
0: of the stage of life that you watch something affects how you do it yeah for sure but like, that's i can like even like me like watching tremors you know last you know last night or no, i'm sorry last week i watched tremors 2 last night uh watching tremors last week if i think about the first time i watched that which i probably let's just guess i was 12 let's just say i was that
1: Okay. Way different opinion. Yeah. Way, way different opinion. Yay. So yeah, the,
0: and and especially for a popular T V show like that, of course your opinion's gonna be
1: different. And anytime I'm arguing with people about friends, it's not
0: people love to argue about too. have you noticed well, that they're
1: very like defensive oh, shit, about it yeah
0: i've, I've walked into some freaking bear traps where i'm just like ah, i think friends kind of sucks and like and it's
1: oh, man. i'm always arguing with the reputation of friends not the actual show yeah. and i'm taking okay. this viewpoint that i don't even agree with myself like i don't hate the show yeah no like if it's no, no. on in the background i'll watch it because there will be like a moment or two where i'm like oh that's yeah. a good character moment or that oh that's actually kind of funny like, yep. something Chandler said, like, is so outrageously dumb. Or was Joey the
0: character that, like, worked the most for me, personally. Matthew Perry. Just for me.
1: Joey's character says stuff that's so dumb it's smart. <laughs> so, like, sometimes I'm, like, enjoying the writing of it all. Like, the, the acrobatics that they're going through of, like, oh, yeah. how dumb can we make Joey look? But, like, as a writer, you're like, oh, that's kind of smart like yeah. like the toilet paper the word of the day do you remember this
0: um n- give me a little bit more ross gifts i've seen the whole series recently
1: i'm friends people are going to go ham on us <laughs> for this because i know i'm not going to get this perfectly right yeah. but ross gifts joey joey gets this new role on a soap opera okay and he moves out of chandler's apartment And gets his own place and spends all this money he doesn't have
0: i remember this he has like that dog
1: yeah yeah he has all the weird ceramic like (laughs) animals and shit in the apartment and one of his housewarming gifts from ross was a toilet paper with each sheet of toilet paper that you would rip off it had a word of the day with the definition Uh. so there's like a week or a couple of weeks in the show of friends where he's like going around using words that he doesn't know how to use properly so, like, that's clever. That's funny. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so, there's some hits. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? like It's not, it's, all,
0: it's not all bad. But It's I, a
1: TV show. If you throw enough shit at the wall, you'll get something right eventually. That's true. So, like, and I again, I think you could probably say the same thing about How I Met Your Mother. I'll let you watch it out of context because you're not going to have nostalgia for it. No. So, like, you're probably going to tell me in, like, a few weeks How I Met Your Mother is really not that good. Like, I don't know what the <laughs> hell you're talking about, and I'm going to get defensive. Like, friends... People do. So...
0: I just... I don't know. Like, I, I... I'm trying to think, like, there, there's few things, Bruce, that I honestly, like, get, like, real defensive about if someone shits on it in front of me. Because a lot of entertainment...
1: Subjective. Yeah. yeah, man.
0: It's subjective. And, I mean, now... I'm trying to think. How do I be clear about this? Because, like, let's say... Because I, I, I mentioned earlier that, you know, Vangelis died, and Blade Runner's one of my favorite movies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Now, if someone were to shit on Blade Runner, (laughs) I am probably going to get defensive, but it depends on how they're shitting on it. Because if they are just telling me that, well, the Edward James Olmos guy was dumb... Like, he was just like, what the hell was his purpose in the movie? I'd just be like, oh, like, yeah, I mean, whatever. whatever. <laughs> and, um, like that. But then, like, if there's something where, like, they're trying to the shit on the work they did with the miniatures, or they thought that, like, something was dog shit with how the film was made, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, there's some cutting-edge shit happening. Yeah, like, yeah, well, Also context. Kind of, yeah, it just, it just kind of depends on the angle that somebody takes something with that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you've run into that before, too. Oh,
1: yeah, 100%. Um...
0: Now I will say if someone like says, Hey man, Tremors sucks I'm not I, gonna defend it yet. <laughs> no, nah, I don't I don't love it, man. I just I like Fred Ward. I wanted to see a movie that he was in. I, I don't
1: know that it sucks. Again, I don't wanna be put in the position of like arguing points that I don't actually agree with. Like it's not great, but like I wouldn't say the screenplay is too well written for you to shit on the movie per se. But yeah. like but I I could see like a twenty year old who has no appreciation for like practical effects, like looking at this movie and be like, what the fuck is this? Like, well, yeah, dude, that's because computers weren't, like you were born in a generation with social media, you don't understand yeah. that we used to not even have flip phones, and I, you probably don't even know what a flip phone is.
0: Well, I, yeah, I <laughs> have like a I have a buddy of mine, and yeah. uh, I won't say his name, but I have a buddy of mine that I, I like I roll my eyes so hard because he's he's younger, much younger than myself. But he like when he, when we're talking about movies, he's like, well, when did it come out? If I if I recommend a movie, he always asks me when it came out. And I'll say I don't know, like 1997. He's like, oh, I can't watch that. That's an old movie. So it's freaking old.
1: So what does he like, think about Citizen Kane? Like 1930? I
0: don't know. It's like Ancient. <laughs> ancient. You, like they, they won't even give it a shot. And I'm not saying that every person is like that, but I do know there are younger people out there that if like the special effects suck or if it's not appealing to something that they're currently familiar with, they don't even bother going back. Man, they they're just, missing
1: like, out on some classics. I
0: would say yeah, I would say so for sure. Jesus.
1: I don't know. I mean, like, I, I
0: think you gotta go back and watch some of the older stuff sometimes. I'm not saying like you gotta like relish in it and just be like a cinephile for movies of the '60s or something. You know, yeah, yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. But I, I, if you're gonna have a full appreciation for film, I think you have to watch a lot of different mm-hmm. um, genres and, and a lot of different even just so you
1: can understand you the context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. Yeah, just understanding context for sure because I almost think in a lot of ways like. When you're talking about popular, like populist films, I think today they're actually worse than they used to be.
0: What would you say as an example? (sighs) Now, and and let me just be clear too, is the definition of populist just something that is just the masses find it popular? Yeah, like mass
1: appeal, like made for like like Yeah, Yeah, very broad, like broad jokes, broad appeal, like yeah. Nothing too specific because we don't want to alienate people. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the same thing with pop music, right? Yeah. Like there's there's a place for it for sure. Like I'm, and I don't dislike it all of it. Um, but populist films before, like you have a poster Rocky up there, like that yeah. I would consider that a populist film, even though it's kind of indie because it was made for low budget. I yeah, believe.
0: Stallone almost didn't get cast in that one. Yeah, he movie. even did, like, softcore <laughs> porn for a minute. That's kind we of, we're not talking about that here, but.
1: <laughs> but that movie's well-written. Like, a lot of the screenplays from, like, before, like, they're very well-written. Like, and yeah. I'll, I'll watch stuff that's populist now, and I'll be like, who fucking wrote this? Like, this is awful. Like, how did it even get. You gotta give me
0: an example of a movie oh. that you think falls under this category I need to watch more populist
1: I need to watch more populist
0: films (laughs) I'm trying to um well shit I'm trying to think of one now myself that would be kind of checking a list off for something
1: let's let's not talk about films let's talk about TV okay so, what what's that Netflix show about suicide? 12 Reasons Why? Oh, yeah. The th- 13
0: Reasons Why. 13 or Reasons third, 12, Why. Twelve, thirteen, 12, 13. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I've, I've never seen that.
1: I watched one episode and I was just like, I don't know who wrote this shit. And, like, yeah. also, like, bad messaging. But, like...
0: Well, I've heard this... Well, that show I've heard is controversial, but I don't know all the reasons why other than...
1: It's that, sort of pro-suicide. Yeah. Suicide. Suicide with yeah. A, uh, you know, like using suicide as a soul. way to get back at people that bullied you. Like, yeah. who's really hurting there? Like, you're the one.
0: Anyway. Yeah, like if you're the one doing that, I, I don't know. No, yeah. no, but not really. You don't think?
1: No, um, like, and there's so many like this. Like, I'll watch one episode of something and just never return to it because the writing's if the writing's bad.
0: Did, yeah, that's a good question. I, I'm sorry, I wanted no, to continue, good. but. <sighs> When you're watching a TV show, do you got to get hooked on that first episode? Otherwise, you're like, eh, fuck it. Like, you just, you won't do it.
1: I guess it depends on the reputation. Like, if
0: yeah.
1: if critics, I respect their opinions, like, are like, just watch the first three episodes, It'll it'll come around, then I'll, like, try to stick with it mm-hmm. to a point. But there's so much stuff to watch these days, like, it's kind of hard, like, for me to stick with something if it's not, like, right
0: out of the gate
1: that's true but also like sometimes shows just need to find their footing
0: I feel like that a lot with TV shows I, I don't I watch movies a hell of a lot more than shows but even most shows I'm like I gotta at least watch like four or five episodes before I'm like okay I'm kind of picking up the the mood so <laughs> the cool vibe show. yeah cause yeah. like even like you know I, I talked about Seinfeld before we hit record first two episodes of that uh, like they're not great Like, it 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 takes a minute.
1: That's a perfect example of, like, sticking around with something because eventually the writers themselves, like, they understand what the actors can do and what they can't do. Yeah. And they sort of lean into their strengths Mm -hmm. and avoid their weaknesses. And then that's when a show will start finding its footing. Mm -hmm. But that's more representative of, like, 90s TV show making, not now necessarily.
2: Yeah.
1: Because now, like, we write it. We put it out and boom, you have all twelve episodes in a day. How the fuck is a writer supposed to find their footing? Yeah. Like you've without an audience reaction to it because you've released the entire first season in one day.
0: Now I, I, I think that I mean that that's hundred percent right, but is Disney Plus or is it Paramount Plus? Like I feel like one of these streaming networks are doing like a thing where they release only like one or two episodes. Well, they're all
1: going back to it now. Yeah. Because I mean, Netflix is fucked. And they lost Netflix is losing a lot, yeah. They're a lot of people, and they're getting poached. So, like, a lot of their executives got taken away by Disney this past couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So, like, everyone's jumping ship now. And now Netflix is talking about going to live television, like becoming like a standard TV channel. Oh, okay. So, like, even now, okay, yeah, it worked at the beginning where you like dump everything at once. The problem is there's no conversation around your TV shows because yeah. we watched it over a couple of days. And now, the, you know, like the, the thing that happened in the 90s and early 2000s is the water cooler thing.
0: Where sure, yeah, people would watch like a great episode, and then be like, hey, did you see that you know, show yep. this last night? Oh, shit, what happened? And then they tell you, and then they're like, well, when's the next one? Well, it's, like, it's like a week from now. Yeah.
1: yeah, and it becomes this ritual where we're all watching Lost on Thursday night, or whatever TV show. You need another one? Yeah, sure. But that doesn't happen anymore, outside of... The last time it really happened was Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's because HBO...
1: HBO had that week to week format where it wasn't like
0: and they're now doing just the whole show drop too right
1: i don't know if they are theirs is confusing Mm -hmm. because they'll do it with some shows and i wonder if it's about a confidence like if they okay the execs watch the tv show and they're like oh this is a bust so like they're just gonna drop it all in one day and in other shows for example hacks on hbo i love it it's about two comedians
0: okay
1: i I don't know that one no it's good but like they're releasing it week to week so I wonder if there's some kind of confidence metric where it's like we know this show will do well, so let's release it yeah. one episode a week.
0: But I know the last show that I heard that like totally crushed it at least for HBO, and and then granted they have a lot, so there's probably others. But that uh, was it, Mayor of East uh, of Easttown, something like that. I yeah, mean, I, I watched it. That, it know? was a mini series. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that was really really good. It was pretty good. And I know John Bernthal's in the new one, the We Own the City or something. Yep, that, I've heard good buzz around that. That's show. the
1: same writer from The Wire.
0: I've never watched The Wire, but it's
1: like oh, classic. Uh,
0: uh, who's got the time, man? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I, 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 I got enough like time, or I got enough trouble trying to stay on top of all the damn movies. But no, The Wire
1: is classic, like I've The heard, Sopranos. I've heard nothing but great things. Sopranos, classic. The Wire, I've never, I've classic. Never seen the damn Sopranos. It's so good.
0: Uh, it's so I just good. know about the, the infamous last episode. That's that's the one thing I know about. But but this
1: goes back to my conversation. Oh. well. Not my conversation here. But like a conversation about lost, like everyone shits on lost for the last episode or the last season. Now but...
0: I everyone dies, right? I've never seen it, but like doesn't everybody die and then they
1: go to Spoilers, but uh, like... yeah, sorry, but No, they were dead the whole time.
0: Oh that's okay, so they've all been dead the entire series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like what like what was it like the afterlife? Like that's their
1: Here's what happened with the... here's <laughs> yeah, what happened with Lost <laughs> They did this mystery box style writing.
0: Okay.
1: So and JJ Abrams has a TED Talk on it. So like not a
0: TED Talk on Lost?
1: Not Lost per se, it's just about mystery box writing. Oh
0: okay.
1: Where like you introduce a problem to a writer's room and you're gonna work your way through that problem without an end point mm-hmm. or without an end game. To keep the mystery kind of going and like, oh, okay, let's solve this one problem this week. And again, we don't do this anymore because we don't make TV shows like this anymore. Mm -hmm. So, like, Lost introduced a problem where a plane crashes on an island. First problem. Okay, next problem. Now, the problem is they wrote themselves into a corner and they didn't know how to fucking get out of it. So they were just like, they were dead the whole time. Like, you know what I mean? They just threw their hands up and like, it is what it is. But that doesn't take away from the journey of the show. Lost is one of the most intense things I've ever watched in my lifetime. Wasn't
0: that like Fox?
1: I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and
0: I mean that—that's. I feel like that's high praise for them because I do not really associate yeah. high tension. No, like you are one hundred percent right. I would. So. You <laughs> no. might
1: be able to argue without having to actually look this up. Like yeah. Lost is probably the best TV show they've ever made.
0: Uh, yeah, I'd have to look up like their whole roster and stuff. But
1: Game of Thrones has the same issue where yeah. it's like that writer, the guy who wrote the books,
0: the George R. R. Martin guy.
1: Yeah, he's never finished them because he wrote himself. He's a gardener. Meaning that style of writing where, like, you slowly introduce problems to yourself as the writer, not the audience.
0: Right.
1: And, like, you don't even know the answers and you don't know the why. You don't know the end game. So the problem with that is you can kind of write yourself into a corner sometimes where you don't know how to fucking get out of it. And you're like, shit, I don't know what to do now.
0: It's interesting, like, just to talk about the, you know, this juxtaposition. I don't even know juxtaposition. What the hell is that word even? Uh, was, to I'm opposing the... okay sure I was kind of <laughs> I, I, I'm like is I, am I just throwing around a big word um, no I, I think it's it's interesting actually to talk about the difference in writing styles for TV and movies because I'm I'm actually now going back to Tremors because this ties in um, because like in the movie like like let's just you know talk about Tremors so in a movie like that you have the Graboids They come, they have like these rules built around the creatures but Roles because in under. the context of the movie, they don't need to answer how? where they came from or how no. they've been there. Also, who gives, like, right. like, like who gives a shit? Right. Like, who gives a shit? Like, you can watch it and still just be like, well, I don't even know all that shit. Like, I can ah. just, like, uh, whatever. But then, like you said, in a show, especially a long-running show, eventually, you know, people are going to be going, like, okay, like, where is this going? Like, I, we can't just be sitting here. Something has to happen. So, yeah, it's just, uh, it's different for sure. I'm trying to think what would Tremors be like as a TV show. Well, we do
1: know what it's like because they made a bunch of made-for-TV movies. I haven't seen them.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I know that, uh, oh, my God, Jamie Kennedy's in a couple of
1: them. Oh, Christ.
0: And John Eater's in one of so them. So it's essentially,
1: like, turned into, like, the a very an older version of Sharknado. Yeah. Where yeah. they made this cult thing, they, and then they're, I, like, making them. I'm going to look this up. i got to look
0: this up real quick because <laughs> let me see this. Uh, latest Trevor's movie because I swear to God they go to like Antarctica or something okay, oh look at dear this. God Shriek Shrieker's Island is that what it is oh yeah I see the Napoleon Dynamite guy he's right there and look, like he's got like a chainsaw there, <laughs> My there's coo-coos. Bert I, it's like in the ocean now it's not even it's not even in the freaking so ocean
1: they're Kaiju now, now. they're it, fucking it, Kaiju it might be Kaiju yeah
0: I, I don't know but yeah you know the the audience that I think like these movies are for now. It is definitely that like Sharknado. Just it's so bad. Like it's I can just watch it and yeah. turn my brain off and just be like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. Uh-huh. But then at the same time, too, it's like you know people work to put that together. Uh-huh. I, I I think about this a lot with like really shit like shit films, movies that suck. Not 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 this, but like really like shit bad god awful movies. Uh-huh. I sometimes think I'm like, you know what? This thing was atrocious. I wasted two hours of my life. This was ridiculous. It was a like abhorrent, like just horrible. But yet, I think somebody got paid to do that.
1: Yeah, the, so, like, Someone thing, invested really a met, lot like, more than someone had in to two hours.
0: Someone and another person and another person. I'm like, how did that happen? I don't. I, I don't know if you think about this a lot, but like it drives me sometimes.
1: I do. In sometimes. Uh, and is a good example of this because I, I think I spoke about it at the beginning. I think on paper. Like on the page, this is a like perfect screenplay. So like I and I can imagine a world where a better director makes this movie and it's even better. Sure. So and not again, I don't want to shit on tremors. I don't think it's bad. Yeah. Um I just Whatever. think that the direction and the director that they used is very just he knows Go the motions. Yeah, he knows what to do, but not like why.
0: Yeah, he doesn't have something to say.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 So he just knew where to point the camera and, like, how to do it. Like, all the technical stuff is there. It's just, like, there's no creativity whatsoever.
0: Yeah. The actors are most of, like, the appeal to me, at least for, is, like, because they are enjoying the screenplay uh and they have good chemistry with each other that helped make it better, for Uh sure. Uh Because if they weren't as likable people, I don't know if I'd really give a shit about them getting killed and that kind of thing. Uh, which which I am glad. I, I that is something I do. I guess kind of expect in monster movies is I always want a couple people to die. I mean it has to happen. No yeah. I mean, it has and to especially happen. like if it's like an irritating character. That's one of the best things in a horror movie slashers in particular. Like those Michael Myers movies when some idiot gets killed. Um, you you got to have a good smile on your face for those. Would you ever make like a like a monster, slasher movie? Anything like that? You're like slasher. Like, yeah. Hell no. For. No, Slasher's I, different than Monster. No,
1: I love Slasher's. But like...
0: What's a Slasher that you like?
1: Uh, I really love the first Halloween.
0: Okay.
1: I don't... Did
0: you see the new one? Like the newest one? No, I haven't. Did you see the one? When I say the it?
1: first Halloween, I mean the 70s one, not the... Yeah, no, like not, not like
0: the, the 2016, yeah, yeah. 17 one. I was just curious. There's been so many anyways. Well, there's the Rob Zombie ones too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, didn't really, I didn't really care for those. But I, I agree. The first one with John Carpenter is good very good
1: but and he, ty west i'm a huge fan of and he just made a movie called x that i haven't seen yet so that's a I slasher seen it as well. um and he made a his first film no it's not his first film sorry his second film i think is the house of the devil which is also a slasher that i really like kind of mm-hmm. that one veers into like more mythological stuff but mm-hmm. There's some slasher elements to it, for sure. No, I, I like a good slasher. Like, Scream is one of my favorite films of all time.
0: I've never seen Scream, dude.
1: Even though it's in conversation with yeah. slashers, it's not really necessarily trying to be a slasher. It's more in conversation with slashers. It's very yeah. meta. Um, and I've seen all the Screams. I like them all. Including you know? the newest one? Yeah. Was
0: that good? Yes. Okay.
1: I think it was a return to form. Uh,
0: Who'd they get to direct it?
1: That's a good question. Well, i got to look it up now.
0: Cause like, I, I, yeah, I've never seen Scream. I mean, I know that Drew Barrymore gets killed in the first one, I think. I think that's her.
1: Yeah, in the first ten minutes. Yes. And Screenplay. It's got Courtney Fox, David
0: Urquitt, uh, screen, Is it on five or six now? It's five. Five? Okay. It was directed by two people. Matt what the hell is it oh that, an, an
1: they it's a collective they have a name for their directing oh, it's like the like the Daniels thing duo. or something where
0: it's like there's two of them it's called
1: like radio something radio silence oh. that's the name of their uh
0: okay oh they, they i heard this ready or not
1: movie. ready or not is amazing
0: yeah i heard actually really good things about that
1: and you can almost categorize ready or not as a slasher as well
0: yeah I'll have to check out Screen. This is what happens when I end up talking to you. It's, you know, like, like five, six different movies. Ready or Not is Shit. like,
1: you could put that at the top of the list. I love that fucking movie. That much? Yeah, it's I good. love it. Chef. The ending Chef's Kiss.
0: I love that expression Chef's Kiss. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I'm trying to think the first time I ever heard somebody say that in conversation, I'm like, ah, oh, man, I gotta use that more. I gotta, I gotta use that more, my vocabulary. Although it's so, overused now, I guess. Yeah yeah, 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 probably.
1: No, but ready or not, yeah, like the ending is incredible. That's a different podcast, though.
0: Well, I'm glad that you decided to watch Tremors. I mean, I'm not sure if you had any interest in it prior to me just being like, oh hey, man, I want No, I watch I, it
1: has a like, very good reputation. So, mm-hmm. like, and, and I think for good reason. I think that because the screenplay again is so airtight, like it holds up because of that. Yeah. Writing mm-hmm. is magic, and rules are magic. So like, if you can just write a good screenplay by the rules, like the industry standard, even if it's just like there's no creativity necessarily, like if you're able to hit the beats at the right page marks, sure. Like you can, you can go far with that.
0: I got I got a filmmaking writer director question for you, mm. Um because this is something that I'm always very curious about, and I'm sure it varies from picture to picture. So there's mm. there's no telling, but you have directors that write their own stories they write their own screenplays they write and direct and then you have the ones that come on to a movie whether it's you know written off of a book or original they're they're not directing their own screenplays so i always wonder i don't know i mean i kind of wonder like how that dynamic works sometimes where it's like you know because to me like if the if the directors has their own writing and they're doing it i I'm sure it makes their job easier, I would almost say, because they have the vision in their head and, and yep. they, they are in more control, whereas mm-hmm. the other one, I almost think of that as being more of a miracle where a great movie gets made where you have a director that's taking somebody else's story and and, and still making a vision behind it without them putting the words to the page and, and that whole thing. So I'm just mm-hmm. curious what your thoughts are on that, if that makes sense. There's examples. I know a, that's kind of a... Oh yeah, yeah.
1: That's yeah. a large conversation. Like, yeah. I I think there's examples of both working, right, and both failing. Yeah. So like, just because you're a writer director doesn't mean you're a good director.
0: No.
1: It <laughs> might it might not even mean that you're a good writer. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of joke where like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the comedian Ronnie Chang. Mm, he has a new so. he has a new special where he's talking about everyone that thinks they're book dumb thinks they're street smart. He's like, but you might be street dumb and book dumb like it's that kind of thing just because you're a writer-director doesn't mean like you're good at either or but uh, so an example of it working as far as taking someone else's material and directing it yourself is Stanley Kubrick's The Shining where he took Stephen King's book and pissed Stephen King off because (laughs) and all the people who love the book I would argue the film's better but here's what I found Siri wants to tell me what she she found. Is she going to talk about the shiny? I'm like, I I want to know what she's going to say. Everyone in room 64 is right. There's a bunch of conspiracies. They're all true. It's all about the
0: Apollo yeah, 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 it's all the Apollo (laughs) landing.
1: (laughs) So, like, that's an example of, like, a brilliant filmmaker that can... I'm not sure that Kubrick actually wrote and directed anything.
0: Yeah, I don't... No, Cause I, he started off as a
1: he started off as a photographer at yep. eighteen or sixteen or something Very like, young age. at Look magazine, which is coincidentally headquartered out of here or was it's dead, but um, oh, Iowa. Yep. Really? Hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. He didn't work here. He worked in New York City, but the magazine itself was headquartered from here. Interesting. Um. So again, you know, that's somebody that read something. Like uh, another example, there will be blood. Yeah. it's based on a, a, a novelette called oil mm-hmm. exclamation mark
2: Yeah.
1: like you take a brilliant director like pta or kubrick and they normally take other people's work yeah and just re-envision it in a new context because everything that works in a novel doesn't necessarily work on screen absolutely you have I mean, to make adaptations
0: i get so like just freaking annoyed when I hear someone say the the classic critique of the book was better than the
1: movie. Well, also, why do you want the book on screen? You already have the book. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you like it recontextualized?
0: I would so, assume.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's think a different
0: medium. It's just a different way to to tell the story. Going back to
1: TV shows that bomb at the end, but were mm-hmm. worth the journey, like Game of Thrones, like the directors listened to R.R. Martin about his plans for the ending of the books and they tried to make it work. It didn't work. They should have done their own thing. So, anyway. Uh, And then, you know, you have people like Richard Linklater who writes and directs and he's brilliant. Yeah. So, like, not everything he does is brilliant. But, like...
0: It's funny you say that and, like, it's so weird because I randomly read an article today like, I was like it was between reps at the gym I'm not kidding like I had like some movie blog up or something and they were like top like ten movies from like notable directors that sucked or something and Bad News Bears was on them from Richard Linklater he, like, <laughs> and I'm like oh fuck I'm like I forgot he did the remake of that he did yeah. Uh, it wasn't that great so, like, I don't yeah.
1: remember it which is a bad thing, I guess.
0: I, I don't know. Uh, no, was I'm it Billy Bob? Billy Bob, yeah, that's yeah. right.
1: That's all I remember about it.
0: Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to derail
1: you. No, um, but so, point being, like, there's no rules, right? Like, it, it works Yeah. in one way and it works in another way and it fails in both ways.
0: I'm just more interested, I guess, like, in the dynamic of the writer and the director when they have to work together because I just imagine, like, some writers are so precious with their material. Well, fuck that. <laughs> it, yeah
1: honestly because the thing is
0: and that's the, and I, I guess that's the other thing i don't know i don't know how involved the writer is sometimes maybe they're just like yeah you have the rights now i'll be out here and just tell Well, because you we were questions. already
1: talking about it the writer for mm-hmm. lost the ultimate writer for the show not jj abrams who only wrote and directed the first episode i believe
0: yeah i guess who is the creator but is it jj is he i don't know I don't he know created
1: lost um okay. but then there's that writer His name is not coming to me. I apologize. Uh, He's written other shows that were amazing too. Mm. So like he he was writing from an apartment in New York City, but it was being shot in Hawaii. So Uh, you can write whatever the fuck you want to write, but there's one, there's budget constraints. Two, an actor can get sick in any given week. Three, you're working on an island with water and ocean tides and storms like you can say hey the characters here build a raft okay now let's put that in reality Mm -hmm. on screen that's a different conversation yeah so like the writer for lost have has mentioned several times where he had to rewrite stuff and thank god he's not you know an egomaniac like he just rewrote it like it's not a problem dude Mm -hmm. whatever you guys do on set after i've written it is what you do on set this is the first cog of the machine. The next cogs have to function on their own. Yeah. So, again, like, once the writers, you know, put a final pinstroke stroke on a script, like, that's it. It's not yours anymore. Otherwise, stick to novels because they get, pu- even that. Yeah. You know, once they get to the publishing company, they're going to make you make changes, usually, unless you're Stephen King.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he just has a, Pass. and there's an oh, argument yeah. to where
1: that doesn't work either so like you know what i mean like
0: <laughs> i just think of uh this might be low pretty low humor but family guy has an old sketch where they have stephen king in with his publicist and he's just like okay he's like i, I got another story and he's like what is it and he's like uh and stephen king's pretending he has no <laughs> idea and like he like, grabs a lamp and he's like it's about a lamp after family, and the <laughs> publicist is like just like so tired. He's just like, when can I have it? it. I don't, I don't care anymore. Because <laughs> he has that kind of clout. So yeah, I mean, that, that
1: lamp killers. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like all these cogs, like they all function on their own. Like they, yeah. they, you, you can write whatever you want, but that's pie in the sky. Like there's gotta be so much
0: trust. Or I mean or or at least an understanding of like what the what the ultimate goal is, I guess. Uh-huh. And I guess that's why directors get the accolades that they do when a movie really works, because you need people with strong vision and and work ethic to, to really drive that home. So um, yeah, I, I always respect that. And yeah, I don't I don't know if the Tremor the Termers guy probably didn't do that. No. Or like I mean, he did a serviceable
1: job. Something I like to do with my own projects, like and I can I'm working on becoming a writer and director.
2: Yep.
1: So I do have a written script, but then I also have cards like in this scene we want to accomplish this and I give them to my actors. Mm-hmm. And it's like they can go off script. Okay. So what I will do is shoot a scene where it's exact the script. And then the next 3 or 4 reshoots Will will I'll give them a card so they can improvise. Yeah,
0: it's and, kind of like one for me, one for you.
1: Yeah, and yeah. sometimes their shit is better because it's coming from the heart.
0: Right.
1: They sold that shit, so the line reading is better, and I I prefer that cut over the one that I wrote. Sure,
0: sure.
1: where it's like they're just memorizing lines in their head, and they're not necessarily like the line reads aren't perfect yeah. or they don't feel genuine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So like sometimes it's just better to give your actors prompts prompt cards rather than like read this word for word you know what i mean and memorize it
0: it gives them more to play with
1: yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. and then they create their own character out of what they know from the character and the information you give them
0: yeah
1: so like and sometimes that works better
0: Shit, you got me sold Uh i mean you're making another short soon Right? Yeah, this summer. This uh-huh. summer? Uh-huh. Well, you told me the title of It's the di- divorce, is divorce Party? Yeah, Divorce that? Party, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. Do, you, do you care if you give a quick pitch what it's about? Or I don't, I don't want to, like, talk uh, soon. I'm just curious.
1: It's a soldier coming back from a deployment and coming back home to a divorce.
0: Like his parents or, like.
1: No, he, himself. Oh, so, like, like yeah, his, yeah.
0: his relationship just.
1: Yeah, while he was deployed.
0: Okay, okay. Is that a comedy?
1: I would say dramedy.
0: A dramedy. Yeah. Those to me are always such a tightrope to walk. Oh yeah. Because like I, I mean like it's like I would argue that that's like one of my favorite genres and movies are the dramedies because like, yeah. I I love it when they can blend together but goddamn do I think it's difficult to pull off. Yeah,
1: totally. Like yeah, like to keep the tone like without. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: But anyways, I I, I don't have any other thoughts on Tremors unless uh, you got this here. I don't want to like. Oh, the only I thing got, I was... I got to look at like your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you got, you got it out here for, for viewing. Okay, so you got budget. Yep. It's PG-13. Thir- is it PG-13?
1: Oh, that's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about about this film. Is it? Do you think it did... Th- yeah, it was PG-13 what? on release. Because there's some... There's
0: yeah. Some, there's like a couple dudes getting eaten. Like, the, there's decapitation. I'm not even sure. talking
1: about that. I'm talking oh. about the language. It's true. Especially in the 90s because... Oh my god, people are touchy about goddamn. <laughs> oh my god, talking about this one. fucking fucking
0: fuck. No, see, you, you got Kevin Bacon horned up. <laughs> are you talking about the part where it's just like, you will be blonde! Like, you... Yeah, honey, like he's, and big
1: then, breasted and legs that go <laughs> on for days. Well, yeah.
0: like, maybe they're, like, just playing the, the, like, the stereotype. Well, no, that thing. was the they're point. In the, they're in, like, bumfuck nowhere, so yeah, like there's no women.
1: That and, was the point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I did want to give credit to this movie for. Like, yeah. I thought... Okay, one, the female character has agency, and she's smart. Yep. And she's not overly sexualized. Even the part where her pants are pulled off... True,
0: but they didn't make it sexual.
1: They did not, like, no. at all. Like... Mm-hmm. Mm. Nope. <laughs> so she was wearing no. granny panties. <laughs> so, like, it was not sexed up or horned up. Like, there's there's chemistry between the two leads. Yeah. But she's not ex- exploited, in my opinion. mm mm-hmm. um, Another thing I... This one's like a two-hander. Yeah. Where in one way, I want to give the movie credit for having minority characters that don't fit stereotypes per se. Sure. Or aren't mocked.
0: Uh-huh. Um, like which would, like the, I'm trying to think. The
1: Asian actor that owns the convenience store. So that's a trope.
0: Yeah. I'm sure, oh, oh, yeah.
1: But at the same time, I didn't feel like there were any other tropes about Asian actors or no. characters.
0: No, and there's even the one, I feel bad because I don't even know the actor's name, Well, That's that's why I say
1: it's a two-hander because they don't have agency and they're just throwaway characters. So like the Latinos as well, there's no (laughs) Latino stereotypes and we're not mocking the character, but at the same time, they're disposable. Right. So But I think in 1990, that's kind of like, you know, that's good, right? Like there's... Have you ever went back and watched movies like Breakfast at Tiffany's?
0: Uh, well, I, it's been a long time since. Mickey
1: I've seen Rooney that. plays an a- Asian character, and it is so fucking <laughs> racist, like over the top racist. It's almost like an SNL sketch.
0: <sighs> no, I mean I've I've heard the reputation for that. I actually, uh, shit, someone was, I can't remember who it was. I was talking to. I was talking with someone, and they were having a similar conversation where they're talking about how there's certain movies where if you were to watch them today you'd be like oh my god like there's like that's like offensive or <laughs> blah 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 what is well they told they, they told me they were offended by uh, uh 16 candles that there was like some stuff in that movie that. that's was a blind like, spot
1: for me i've I, never seen it i don't know i've seen breakfast club and i think it's by the same director
0: uh yeah yeah well yeah john hughes yeah mm-hmm. yep. That's weird. um but yeah i, I I mean, th- this is a whole. This is definitely a whole separate podcast, so I, I I won't get into it too much. But I've heard some people like say the thing where it's like, okay, like you know, if it was made today and like they did that, that shit would be wrong. And I'm like, okay, sure, like I get it. But then I've heard some people also make the case where it's like, well, at the time that the movie was made, it wasn't wrong then. So just because I'm viewing it through a lens where it's wrong now, does that make it wrong then? Like. I don't know if you, that's you know, actually. I don't even know if that's a valid point.
1: Yeah, I don't think it is. I I don't even think that mm-hmm. that's true, anyways. Because
0: mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the argument that the that the that, that I've heard is that it's like a it's like a time capsule where it's like mm-hmm. it's representative of the time, therefore mm-hmm. it's not offensive, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Uh, I can just say, generally speaking, I don't get too offended from movies. I can certainly recognize when, if you're talking like Mickey Rooney yeah. and, and that, I'm sure I'd probably watch it and be like, what the oh, hell? It is like, offensive. It, it's as bad as you say. Yeah, I, I'm sure
1: is... <laughs> I had heard about it and then I watched the film and I was like, this is fucking atrocious. Yeah. Like, who allowed this? Like, it's like
0: John Wayne playing Genghis Khan.
1: Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same shit, dude. Like, and it's like, I can't believe... Especially when you look at the year of release, the 60s really wasn't that long ago. No. If we knew of, if better. you think about it. Like, we knew better then. And I didn't live in the 60s. I can't say for sure. But I'm. No, but it, I mean. I'm going to go out on the limb and <laughs> say, like, that there were plenty of people who watched that and was like, hmm, I don't feel comfortable with this. Like, what is someone this? Someone did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, clearly. Probably more than one someone. But. There's no way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Well,
0: I I guess I'm glad that Tremors didn't like piss anybody off on 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 the race on the race things, which I, I I don't know you some people I guess to me like it's not that hard to to make movies where you're not doing that where like you're you're casting things appropriately or you're writing smartly and you're not mm-hmm. you know being disingenuous and shitting on race like that's not not good so I I, I don't know but oh shit. I don't think I got anything else, man.
1: No, that's it for me.
0: Well, appreciate you coming here. Um, I, I I don't think you're gonna ever watch the other Trevor's movies. After <laughs> no this conversation. I will I'm not. Glad you made it through the first one. <laughs> I will I will say the next time you come on, I, I think uh, I think you gotta make the recommendation yeah, for the next yeah, one because I, I I threw this one to you, so it's only fair that I watch. Well, I think the perfect follow up
1: to this is Starship Troopers because I want to see if it holds up.
0: You did say that, and yeah, I have not seen it, so yeah, yeah, yeah. therefore that would be a logical next step. <laughs> And actually, like, just, I'm sorry, one very, very last thing. Is Paul Verhoeven still making movies? Is he alive? I think he is. I think so. But I don't think he's doing anything. Um, I don't know. I don't know. No, shit. (laughs) <laughs> Somebody out there can tell me. But I uh, appreciate everybody for listening. Uh, thanks to Bruce for coming on here. Uh, I think I put his Instagram handle maybe in the description of the episode last time. So you can follow him if you'd like. He's making a new short. So check that out. Uh, otherwise, we'll i will see you all in the next episode. Take care. Have a great weekend.